ready as we're going to be. I guess so. Hi. Hi. I'm Danielle Nelson. I'm Lily Rogers. And you're listening to It's a Shame. The podcast about shame and, you know, getting rid of it. This is the season finale. Yeah. You guys. We did it. One whole season. One whole season down. So today we're just going to do a little bit of recap of the season and Mm kind of have some conversations about things that we are looking forward to next season mm-hmm. and just yeah a recap you know a recap <laughs> a recap of you know things we liked things we didn't what we did how we feel all that fun stuff yeah so um welcome settle in yes we are drinking hot toddies yes that i made <laughs> too strong i think Ooh. or maybe i just didn't add enough honey no, I mean, I think that for the cup size, it is a lot of whiskey because they're insulated cups, so they're smaller than they appear. Yes. True. Um, it's funny because, you know, oh, flashback, we started the podcast and it was warm, 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 like sweaty warm in my house way back in August or yeah. whenever. And uh, now it's like quite cold. And yeah. so we're drinking warm drinks. We're, it's funny because I was listening to um, the first episode and we were, I could hear ice clinking in the glass. Mm-hmm. And I thought that I was like, oh, now tonight we're going to have hot toddies because it is chilly AF. Yep. And this will actually, I'm just looking at the calendar, be coming to you on Christmas Eve. So if you're listening, Merry Christmas tomorrow. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy Hanukkah. Yes. Happy Hanukkah. Um, yeah. Thanks for uh, thanks for spending your holiday with us. Yes. Hope you're cozy and uh, warm mm-hmm. and um, feeling good. Yeah. Feeling okay and taking good <laughs> care of yourself. And if you're with family, I hope... You're taking breaks. Mm-hmm. Um, you're absolutely allowed to say, no, I need a break. I just, I'm okay. I just need some downtime. Step outside, mm-hmm. breath of fresh air, read a book. Yeah. Music is a good one. Listen to a podcast. Listen <laughs> to a podcast. <laughs> yeah. be like, what are you listening to? And you're like, these two women who curse a lot mm-hmm. and drink and mm-hmm. talk about being ashamed of things and not wanting to be. Yep. That's the goal of the show, anyway. I'm hoping that's how it translates. Yes. So, to start things off, are we going to do brand new information? Yeah. um, So, I didn't get any factual information. um, So, I'm not coming in with facts and stats. I am not either. I didn't really have time. Um, It's been a crazy hectic week. I just found a burr in the um, rug that I'm sitting on. So, that's cool. Cleanliness is important this time of year. Um, Molly is basically a burr collector. Oh, yes, she is. So there are burrs everywhere all the time. Yeah, the cats must have brought it in, I guess. These burrs this time of year, (laughs) like tumbleweed. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so do you have a brand new information? I mean, not really. Do you want to do the sad one that you were like, I'm going to save it? And you were, we couldn't do oh. it a couple times ago because you were like, no. I guess so. Do I want to bum people out on Christmas Eve? It's not like super sad. It's interesting sad. Um, I It's this company that a f- co-worker of mine sent to me, and I didn't even really know that anything like this existed, but I think it's really important and so interesting. It's called Farewelling. Have you heard of it? No. So basically what they're kind of trying to be is almost like, I know it's going to sound weird, but sort of like the wedding planners of funerals. 
Oh. Because, and their website is actually really great. Um, God, that's fucking brilliant. Yeah, it's really brilliant. And so I guess um, it was like an event planner and this um, this woman who w- was like a funeral director. And they came together and they were just sort of like, let's combine our talents because nobody, there aren't very many resources. Like you don't know what you're doing at Oh my God, all. should we go into business together? <laughs> yeah, right. I know. I'm we like so serious. Be some competition. No, it's just such a good idea because uh, I just remember back to like, you know, when my dad died and just being so completely overwhelmed and to even have like, an nth of the things like that they offer already pre-planned or like like in packages almost mm-hmm. that you could get. I mean, like you're not really in that headspace when you're in like the midst of like new and immediate grief. And so I think that that's why like you can even plan your own and like have. I was going to ask yeah. you about that because I'm just like, oh, I'm such a control freak. Even in death, <laughs> yeah. I want to know that it went exactly the way I wanted it to. Yeah, you can, and they have like sort of like all these like planners and everything, sort of ways that you can organize, and then they take care of a lot of stuff just like a wedding planner would. God, and, and that's so yeah. nice because so many of the funerals that I've been to with family members, people are fighting, and it's awful, and a lot of it is stress about that having to plan something in a time when you're grieving. And exactly. Yeah. Well, and then also just sort of having somebody there to say, like, no, I'm going to take care of it, but I'm also going to make it, you know, what you want or what they would have wanted. Mm-hmm. Instead, like, you know, my sister and I just remember like sitting in the funeral, like, what are they called? Parlor? Yes, the funeral parlor. And, uh, and just, you know, being bombarded with these questions. Do you want this? Do you want that? Do you want this? Do you want that? And we were just like, you know, my dad left instructions to, like, you know, the bare minimum. He wanted to yeah. be cremated, didn't want a big to-do, all this stuff. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, even in terms of, like, what it should say in the newspaper. Yeah. You know, like. Well, yeah. it's And it takes, like, it's so hard. I can't imagine for people who are on their own because I remember when my maternal grandfather died I was much more involved in that my when my paternal grandfather died that was kind of taken care of but it took a village I mean somebody Mm -hmm. had to write the obituary somebody had to do this somebody it was just so much you know and I feel like in a lot of ways that part of bereavement is important for people who are kind of like they enjoy that and they need a task Mm -hmm. like in the hospital like when I do bereavement counseling for families I've Sometimes we'll give them, like, the book. Like, we have a little book with, like, checklists mm-hmm. of things you need to do. And nine out of ten times, like, I just kind of say, oh, even before it's happening, I say, we have this, but I usually save it for afterward, you know. But if there's anyone who would like to get started on that kind of thing, and there's always that family member mm. who's just like, yeah, I'd like to, because they need something They need to a do. task. They yeah, need a task. Definitely. Because there's, like, no control in the situation, and they're like, okay, well, I can start getting A, B, and C in order. Yeah. 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 So I think for some people, planning a funeral is like a welcome reprieve, you know, not that they would even probably be able to acknowledge that, but Mm -hmm. just the distraction of it all. But then for other people, it's like, I can barely sign my fucking name right now. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, I just thought it was a a, kind of a beautiful concept. And I like that it, you know, is kind of combining these talents and you would never really think, you know, because it's such a sensitive, hard topic, but then, you know, you have somebody who's been in the business and knows how to handle that sort of thing, like the bereavement business, for lack of a better word. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I just think it's I think it's a brilliant concept. It's wonderful. Mm-hmm. It's really, really clever. Okay, we'll have to put a link um, 
somewhere. Yes. Oh, you know, which is something that I'm going to get to, but I mean, let's get to it now. Um, I really, next season, want to create a situation where I have like a notepad and anytime I promise to do something, yeah, I, know. I actually do it. Have it on a to-do list. Yeah, I want to <laughs> get better at the socials in the next season. And I think actually there's um, the opportunity for that because I will be working less jobs um, <laughs> and will be making a very exciting career transition that will give me time to focus on the podcast. Do you want to talk about that? Sure. Okay. That's brand new information. <laughs> um, I have been working uh, as a therapist, counselor, social worker in a hospital for six years. Um, I've done OBGYN, I've uh, done trauma, bereavement, um, and I've done many different units. And uh, within the last year, I kind of realized, and I knew that I wouldn't do it forever. And so within the last year, I was like, it's time, it's happening. And uh, my wonderful therapist has been fucking amazing and kind of m- allowing me space to do things like, well, if you feel ready, then why, like, maybe set a date. And then it was like, Oh, and literally it was like I set a date and then I started making these very like actionable moves and I've found a spot and I, I mean, I've, that's my own. I've been, I've been doing private practice the whole time, but now I will be doing it full time. That's starting in February. Yeah. So I won't be gaslighting as a, in my private practice, I will be doing it full time and I'll be doing some other gigs too. So yeah, yeah, including being a better podcast manager <laughs> yeah have some more time I have a whole list of things that like maybe we can go over um you know as as the podcast continues because I was kind of thinking today I was like what do I want to do as like a look back and I was like oh it might be kind of interesting to kind of go over some like pluses and minuses and then like highs and lows okay um so I like jotted a few down and then I thought like maybe we could I mean I like to make lists, so I actually have quite a few. We don't have to get to all of them. No, I'm here for this. But I thought we could kind of, like, discuss and talk about, like, times we noticed these things or... um, Yay. Yeah. Yeah, let's get to it. Um, Do you want to start with the things that we can improve or the things that you think we're doing well? I don't know where to start. Yeah. With things that we can improve. I I have a list. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like... um, So just off the top of my head, um, I want to be better about posting more active on social media. The whole point of the podcast was to engage people. Yeah. And my number one complaint is that we really haven't been doing listener engagement. Like yeah. we really haven't been focused and streamlined on that. It's exactly, I have that on here. Let's see. It's, uh, it's on the list. I don't know which number. Um, Cause I bullet pointed it and didn't put numbers, but <laughs> you know, it's definitely on here. And I was thinking about that because I think that there were some times where Uh, You especially, not me so much, like found a somehow a a hashtag that people were really, really responding to. Yeah, I'm good at the hashtag. Yeah, yeah. And then we got like a lot of like replies or likes or whatever on on those particular ones. Um, We haven't had a lot of time to be super robust. Mm -mm. Um, I think that people respond better to like photos of us and like us doing and making the podcast. Yeah. And I think that that's something that we can improve on is like taking more of those. And, and like, that's going to be, I think, a really fun journey for the podcast because, you know, I posted that thing of us and Joshua Tree and mm-hmm. how we took all those photos and we were like, yeah, we like hated all of them. And I still look at it and cringe <laughs> yeah, like, when I see it. And I'm like, uh, but I'm like, no, stop. Mm hmm. 
like we talked about the other night, not only is this is what you look like, yeah. but this is also not what you look like because you are in motion. Yeah. And that is a photograph. And so mm-hmm. you have a body that moves. Um, yeah, that is something about photos where, you know, it's just like one angle, one camera moment, one lighting moment. Like, it's, yeah. it is what you look like, but it isn't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I think, I think we should definitely utilize uh, more videos, too. Yeah. We should be more... More present. Yeah. Yeah, more present, more active. And then I think, too, I was, um, well, we need to, oh, oh, hello. Catboy has things to say, if you can hear him. He's meowing quite loudly from behind the Christmas tree where he is batting an ornament. (laughs) Um, Anyway. Uh, Oh, yeah, that's the other thing, too. We do talk to my cats quite a bit when they're making noise. Do you hate that? We could, we could not. Yeah. Are you into it? We've had we've had feedback. Some people say it's cute, and then we've had people say it's distracting. Mm-hmm. So we don't know how you feel. I guess we should decide how we feel about yeah, it. Yeah, that's very true. Um, um, I like to acknowledge them because they're cute, even when they're annoying. They are. Cute. <laughs> and they're here. They're kind of a part of the podcast family. They're very much <laughs> part of the podcast family. Because, <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah, anywho. Um, yeah, but I think that, um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, like engaging more, asking more questions on social, like even maybe doing like Twitter polls and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Engage, uh, yeah. engage, engage, engage. Yeah. So uh, another sort of thing to improve on, which I'm sure we're doing already, is that like the ways in which we can meander. Mm-hmm. I find it enjoyable because it's very very conversational and that's like how conversations are they aren't super stilted and structured and you know like like I'm doing now going through lists mm-hmm. but uh yeah I'm like sometimes I'm like get a little bit tighter on topic and like bring it back to the subject at hand which is like contextualizing shame within the yeah, topic I, I think we need a framework I think it needs a beginning a middle and an end and mm-hmm. I think that's part of the reason that I brought, like, I was like, we should do brand new information because I'm like, oh, this is the beginning of the show where they do, like, this kind of a thing. And, like, they kind of, it's like a conversation starter. And then, like, there's a middle and then there's an end. And I think we maybe need to just be better producers of our own show and just figure out how we can be both simultaneously able to have these conversations that are very natural but like with an overarching objective and like structure yeah totally i think one of the um yeah one of the things that we're, we've done well is introducing the new segment mm-hmm. um here let me just read this list so we don't just like go through it and like whatever and then we can like hone in on some things okay okay so here here's from my point of view the things that we've done well we've posted consistently every week which yes. I think that that is a major That's win. That's our greatest achievement. It is our greatest achievement. Thank you, Paolo. Thank you, Paolo. Besides just getting started, posting yeah. consistently every week for a whole first season has been really an amazing accomplishment. Yeah. Even I'm around the crazy, hectic holidays. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm very proud of us also. Um, we've cr- covered a variety of new and interesting topics. We've been honest and vulnerable. We've hosted guests. We've figured out how to use two mics. <laughs> mostly um we've not let our fears and insecurities stop us even though it's been hard sometimes and we have wanted to um i mean a note on that like i do i do look forward to future seasons because i'm actually 
really excited for opportunities for us to be more vulnerable. And I think so too. The episodes that people resonated with the most were the ones where we were the most vulnerable. Yeah. People loved periods. Mm. People really liked shopping shame. Like there were just some that did pretty well. Yeah. And I think too, I mean, I was just listening back to the first one um, today to kind of co- go f- full circle even though I don't love listening to my voice. But, um, yeah, I think that we talked about that a lot in the beginning of just, like, we're going to get really vulnerable and it's going to be hard for us. And I think that Mm -hmm. we did do that, but I think that we've kept it a bit light at times where we could have gone further, not necessarily darker, but, like, pushed it farther. Um, I think that we need, in our season break, we need to have, like, a really good therapeutic discussion you and I about mm-hmm. pushing the boundaries of the podcast while simultaneously setting boundaries yes. for ourselves and saying because if we're going to go further which is what we wanted to do it's almost like the first season was like a warm-up yeah do you yeah. know what I mean mm-hmm. and now it's like let's get down to the fucking nitty-gritty yeah but it's also like we have to save something for ourselves and decide where that boundary is for us oh definitely because when you're putting things public and making things for other people to interact with or even, you know, passively interact with. Um, Yeah. You can't lose yourself in that by any means and, and, and lose your sense of um, security and protection. For sure. Yeah. No, that's important for sure. Um, Yeah. But I think I just mean like there are, I don't know, certain topics that, Maybe we could give more, like, concrete examples, even if they're not from our life necessarily, but, like, sort of contextualize them with the the larger, like, social conversation or cultural conversation or even, like, um, cultural moments. Um, You know, the things that we are digesting and reading and, I mean, not that we've had much time for that. And that's another part, too. I just want, like, more time for research and discussion over, like, the topic, the topic at, hand. at hand. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I agree. And I mean, I think that the more engaged we get on social too, then the more we can kind of get that feedback from Which listeners too. is missing because that's a huge part of like what we envisioned for the show to be structurally. Yeah. Is that it was so, so much of it was like founded on listener feedback, not only like what shaped the context of the show, but then also what was inspiring new conversations. Yeah. And it's been a lot of us, though I, I'm, I must say we've had friends and family who have inspired topics for us because yes, again, that's true, for it, sure. is, it is people saying this, you know, we haven't had a ton of people reach out who are not people we know, mm-hmm. you know, directly. So, yeah. I, again, that's on us to really... And we still have a list of topics that have been suggested by people we know um, that, you know, we'll be getting to in Season 2. So, if you haven't heard your topic <laughs> this season... Stay tuned. Stay tuned. We your will be getting to it. I think we have a lot of fun things, fun ideas, um, you know, some deep conversations coming up. But And if there are things that you want to hear, I mean... Even if we know you or we don't know you, like your suggestion is anonymous unless you want to talk about it Mm -hmm. directly to us. I mean, Mm -hmm. just suggesting it is that's what we want. Like we want 
the feedback. And that's what the entire premise of the podcast is really rooted in is this idea that shame thrives in silence. So if we share, then we're we're killing it and we're killing those stigmas. Right. So it's, it's a communal effort. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think, yeah, like kind of going with that idea, I think that just like in the beginning, I still have this hope and that we are at least helping in some small way to make people feel less alone. Yeah. And if, especially if they have connected with this type of shame or just shame in general, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think that that is something that is really important that I've set out to do. And I hope that we're doing that. And then I hope if so, that we continue to do it. Yeah. And if we are in some ways, then I want to know about it. And if we could be going Deeper and further, I want to know about that, too. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I mean, I think, let's see, if I let some of the things that we could... Yeah, I think just more guests, more research, more learning. I think that that's, like, one of the, the main things that I want to do. Because it, even if, you know, we're not getting a lot of feedback from listeners or if we if we don't next season, um, you know, I think that just having that conversation with the culture at large would be like really beneficial. Absolutely, it's just finding the time, which is the yeah, tricky part. Yeah, and I really do think that once I pivot, like I'm going to be ideally reading more and um, have more time to kind of do what I, I I've had so little bandwidth. Yeah, same. That, that I don't know, and just like in the job that I've had, like mm-hmm. in the nine to five, like. I'm excited to see what I will do with the extra time and energy totally. and where it will go. And and I, I really do, because I, I love this and I, I want to sharpen the tools that we have. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to come into it with a little bit more research and structure and, yeah. and, and figure it out as we go. Totally. It's like we're writing it as we go. Yeah. I mean, it's funny because... You know, I feel like this year was just super busy. And then especially the latter half of it. And, you know, we got started in the podcast later in the year. And so I think it's just been like not only the busiest time of year, but then also just, you know, starting something new and and having it like become a part of your life. But you don't really uh, you haven't made the total room in it yet for it just to be like second nature or yeah, like and we've talked just a about part it. of your general And we've schedule. talked about how like the first season was just like, just keep doing it. Yeah. 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 And, and exactly. like we, and I think that that is like my, honestly, I mean, I mean it when I say it, my proudest achievement in yeah. the podcast is that we just kept doing it. Same. We would say I was, a f- you know, I didn't like the way that I sounded in this episode mm-hmm. or I feel like I rambled or mm-hmm. I used too many expletives, <laughs> or, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's the other thing on, on my I, uh, things I can improve list. I just say like way too much. Oh, I've girl. been living in Southern California for a long time. <laughs> I listen to it. I listen to you speak. You are eloquent. Oh, and I'm like, gosh, who I don't feel is that way. fucking Skipper from Barbie that she's got <laughs> over here? And I'm just like, 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 I mean, like... And yeah, and I'm not aware of it until I'm listening to it. And then suddenly I'm listening to my own voice and vocal like colloquialisms and mannerisms with like a fine tooth comb. And yeah. I'm just like, never talk again. Well, it's funny because like, I, I don't feel shame about this. I have listened to episodes and thoroughly enjoyed them and been like, because I, I don't always, especially 
the ones after work where we're kind of like half out of our minds um I don't always remember the conversations and so when they come out I'm like oh and then I listen and I'm like oh yeah that was a fun you know part of that or you know yes I really liked what Danielle had to say there like yeah I remember saying that okay Lily whatever yeah Um, (laughs) and like so but on that note like sometimes I I listen to them and I hear me following along with you mm-hmm. and then like I'm listening to myself as a conversationalist and I'm like you're tired and you're not following closely yes I've done that same and I'm like same criticism of myself and I'm like you aren't following because there's there are things to be said here mm-hmm. and I feel like part of it is just that I was at we always podcast after work yeah we're always and I've been working too stupid not stupid but I've been working two jobs that I enjoy thoroughly but it it is stupid a lot yeah and so I'm fried yeah because so much of my job is communication and I'm like listening to the like like (laughs) listening to the podcast later and I hear myself and it's like Lily's saying this and that would been that would have been a lovely transition for you to ask her about that or you you should have followed exactly. up. I've done that so many times where I'm like, why didn't you ask a question there? Yeah. Why didn't you yeah, like that was an interesting thing that Danielle was saying. Why didn't you continue that? And I'm sure that listeners do that too. It is really, really, really interesting to be a part of a conversation as like a total bystander. I mean, I love that. And that's Mm -hmm. why I love conversational podcasts. Yeah, same. But it also can be so frustrating because you're like, hey, (laughs) like, what are you doing? Like, circle back to that. Or you totally left that thread laying there. Yeah, and I would get so, I used to get so angry at Terry Gross and I sometimes still do. (laughs) But now I have like the utmost respect for her, honestly. She's a killer interviewer. She's so good because sometimes she'll ask shit and I'm like, are you having a stroke? Where did that even come from? (laughs) But then I've, the more, because I listen to Terry Gross pretty regularly, mm-hmm. and so now that I've listened to myself have conversations, mm-hmm. and, you know, you bring up a lot, or you have in the past on the podcast brought up that you have a background in journalism, yes. and I think that makes you an excellent conversationalist because oh, not only do you have a, a genuine curiosity about people and things, but you have the wherewithal to ask really mindful questions um, oh, no, wish. no, you do, you do. <laughs> and like last week when we had uh, the the fantastic, oh, Mia can we please and give it up on, some more for oh Mia and Edie? They're amazing. They're such professionals, wonderful I, humans. We were so like starstruck in a way. I know. We that I turned into like a mumbling fool. Well, I was gonna say you asked so many good questions. Did I? Even in the I moment, I blacked out. You were like asking questions, and I'm like, okay, dumb, dumb, like. Follow Lily's lead. Ask questions of your guests. I can't and listen instead, to that episode. I was just nervous and like rambling about my own weight issues. And I'm like, does any what do you what the fuck are you doing? Like it was just yeah. No, I felt the same way. I felt like I got lost a lot because I was just kind of like um, we hadn't had we have had a guest, but they were our spouses, so it was much more. Um, well, I don't we know. can shoot them a look. Exactly. <laughs> you know, right, what I right, mean? right. Yeah, it was, and then you know, we're at my house, and I, uh, we will definitely have an episode about this. I have a really hard time having people at my home, mm. um, because of total shame factors that mm. we can talk about at some point. But um, and I think your house is lovely, thank as you. you know. I love it. Here. It's not that I don't love my house. It's just that I, I sometimes like look around at my. stuff. I don't know. I get you really look in my at head. It a critical. Like, yes, yes, I yes. Do the yes, same yes, thing yes. in my house. Yeah. So, you know, people who, I, you know, I, I really, really want to get to know them much better, but I don't know super well. And it's hard to have, like, you know, new people over and 
I don't know. And then also be like in our element recording because we were on their podcast in their element. And they, and, and they were so lovely. And like, so lovely. And they had such a cute little setup and we got oh, to Oh, she meet. baked. She baked. I know. And I was like, I'm sorry. All I have for you is bubbly water that I didn't even buy. Danielle had to bring over because I was too <laughs> flustered after work to prepare for you. No, it was fine. And then, I mean, we got to meet, uh, you know, Edie's sweet little dachshund. And, and my thought was, oh, look, your dog's not an asshole. We, we it can actually not bark for long enough. Oh, right, when we were at her place. Yeah, so. Um, yeah. Yeah, so anyway, we were, that was, a, that was a great episode, and I'm excited for having guests yeah. in the future. Same. And, and them, again, hopefully, and we can both be more eloquent, because I don't, I don't know. I think that you were perfectly fine. I also blacked out for most of the conversation. I haven't listened to it yet. Um, I don't love it. But I just remember. I mean, I don't love me. I love it. I think it's wonderful. I feel like we didn't do their intelligence and eloquence justice. Justice. I completely agree. And I feel bad about that. I do too. Yeah. I feel like we were flustered with the technology. We didn't turn the mics on the right way. Yeah, that's true. So the sound is super weird. And it pisses me off because (laughs) Mia, you and Mia sound good, but then like Edie and I sound like we're like calling from the hallway when we talk, which is like, but that's but that's on you and I. Like yeah, we just yeah. weren't. We, we didn't were turn flustered. the. Yeah. And, no. And so we we're still. A, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we're still learning. Yeah. And so I'm looking forward mm-hmm. to having guests, but I think um, part of the having guests experience is going to be us just learning to be like okay with being like yeah a little bit vulnerable and well, like because we did I think maybe our third recording or second recording we did have a guest and we had to scrap that episode because you and I did not know what we were doing we didn't and it doesn't it's like almost unsalvageable yeah yeah it wasn't and she's so wonderful she's gonna be on the second well-spoken and hilarious and definitely gonna be on the second she's gonna be on the second season if she wants to if if she'll come back to because she's just like I went through all that and you guys didn't even post it well it was just (laughs) it wasn't good it it, she was wonderful and hilarious but we didn't have guidelines for guests yet exactly and so well I guess we still don't (laughs) yeah I mean we're learning we're learning yeah which is funny because when we had our our partners on we were like we made rules for how it is with guests and we were like this is our podcast hang on you're gonna have to wait we're setting things up I mean not that we were like that intense but we were secure because we knew we were confident okay so um make sure when you do this you don't do that well and then it made me funny that they both said that they were a little bit nervous which cracked me up because i was like oh yeah i i guess if you're not used to it you would be nervous but then i am used to it now and i was still nervous when it was like you know, a little bit out of my element suddenly 100%. again, you know? Yes. I would just, and then like, cause we sit on the floor the whole time we're sitting on the floor and I'm, I'm like seeing, I'm like, is Mia comfortable? Cause I'm sitting Same. next to her and I'm like, and I, I'm like, oh, I, she's shifting her weight as I normal know. people do. I and know. I'm like, oh, she's uncomfortable. Oh, she, I was, ha- I was in yeah. my head about that too, because again, my house and I was like, I, I should have just set up at the table, but they wanted to podcast the way as we, we do podcast. And then now like they're like, you're on the ground. Freaks. <laughs> it's hard. It is hard to sit on the ground for an hour. I don't mind it. But yeah. you know what? I, I have don't that you either. don't. Yeah. I have the couch to lean back on. Oh. So it's almost as though I have it like, uh, like I'm kind of in a chair. Well, so actually, I mean, it's not that hard for me to sit on the floor for an hour. But in general, it is. I actually love sitting on the floor and I love sitting cross-legged. Um, 
I, I do it a lot. And actually at work meetings, sometimes I've done it. At, yeah. We've talked about it, yeah. I think, on the podcast. Like, yeah. we both, like, sitting cross-legged. Like, it's, yeah, I sit this way at my, I take my shoes off and, like, sit in an office I chair. I feel like more this. relaxed in this position. I do, too. I do, too. But, um, I mean, we are on cushions. We're not just on the hardwood floor. But, uh, yeah, after, but after an hour, like, I'm, like, creaking my old bones up off oh the God. floor. It's hard to get up. You know what I just realized? <laughs> like, when I have my office... We might have a place we can podcast. Oh, yeah. That would be cool. Just, and then, like, we could have, like, a cozy setup, like, where we make a... I mean, because if we're doing it once a week and mm-hmm. it's in a great neighborhood... Okay, sure. we'll put a... We're going to have that. to tandem that parking spot, though. <laughs> Yo, it'll, it'll be after hours. Mm. It'll be all ours. Mm. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, that could be, like, an occasional... Ooh, that would be cool. Yeah, because I feel so, like when we did the, we were at a like a maker's arcade or something like that, yes. um, like a, a holiday, you know, fair, mm-hmm. and uh, they had a little podcasting booth in there. What is that space called? It's down in Barrio, right? Yeah, and it's, uh, I, I don't want to, I almost said the name of the owner, but oh. he would know because he owns the building. Right, right, right. We should ask because it might be kind of fun just for kicks to actually podcast in like a soundproof room. But that's what I mean. Like I was going to say, like I felt so confident and so professional and like I, f- I feel that way in your home and when the time we podcasted in my home, I felt that way, but it feels like a home operation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And well, like, I mean, the cats aren't helping. <laughs> yeah, and like me being terrified that Penny was going to bark the whole time that we were at my house. I mean, it's the same kind of thing. Yeah. Our partners have to come home at some point. Oh, Steph might be interrupting this one anyway. Well, because it's like, we have lives yeah, that exactly. we live. And exactly. so, yeah, to have a podcasting space. That would be super cool. Would be really rad. So maybe that's something we'll look into. Goals. Goals. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so another thing that I was going to bring up, if you have any, uh, I guess you kind of touched on it, but if you have any highlights, like favorite episodes, um, favorite moments, or like favorite life happenings since we started. Oh, that's a real, I like this question. Um, my favorite, I, it's hard to say if it's my favorite. Cause again, I'm like you, I black out and I feel like I, I don't, I just don't remember. Yeah, it's yeah. like, I'm having a conversation with you. It's being recorded. And then I, we get done, you and I pack up our laptops and we go back to our lives. Mm-hmm. And then three days later I go, shit, I need to listen. I need to da 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 But, um, but one of the ones that was my favorite, 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 uh, well, I have two. I really liked the shopping episode, yeah, Satan's Lighting. Yeah. I loved Satan's Lighting. I, I felt so free in talking about yeah. shopping shame, and that felt really good. I liked the actionable thing that came out of that that I actually did, which was, like, posting, like, an affirm, like affirmative? Yeah. Um, affirmational? Yeah. That's what I mean. Um, post it on a dressing room mirror. And, like, just doing something, and it actually, like, brought me out of my dressing room head. Yeah. You know? Well, it that was, I'm like, that was, again, that's part of that engagement piece yeah. that we... And we're going to circle back to that idea. Oh, definitely. That is not dead it's, in the water. Yeah, it's still a great idea, and you should do it when you're shopping. Yes. And the other episode that I really love, because I really do feel like it was you and I at our most natural was uh, the lion horse you rode in on episode. (laughs) I feel (laughs) like we are aware right now that we're recording and we're recording in a certain way. And I don't know what was unique about that day. Uh, I remember us both 
being extraordinarily fatigued and then I like fuck it we have to like we don't yeah. have to do this but we have to do this yeah 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 and it was almost like we just went with it we were kind of uh fatigued in the same way maybe or like yeah. scatterbrained but at I the just, same time there's a lot of giggling and like there's a lot of riffing uh, on each other which mm. when you and I are in normal conversation there's that's more, more natural that. that's yeah. way more natural for yeah. us and then we we tend to tease each other a little more or like make jokes and we laugh more and like so I think you know that'll come with time I mean we're still very early this is only episode 16 but yeah Yeah, uh, those are my two favorites so Lion Horse you wrote in on and uh, Satan's Lighting those are my two favorites Um, do you have any favorite life happenings Mm. since we started what do you mean like um, things that have happened since the podcast has been going yeah as it relates to the podcast? Well, I didn't mean that, but yeah, sure. Let's go with that. Um, I've had really meaningful conversations with a lot of people yeah. about episodes. Yeah. After they listen, people have come up to me and just immediately started sharing things with me. Yeah. And I feel kind of built for that because I just come in emotionally kind of vulnerable and hot sometimes. <laughs> sometimes well, not. I mean, you have so much practice through work, too. <laughs> yeah, and I just... That, and I, I don't know... It, it's less about me being able to be vulnerable with people. I'm able to be vulnerable right here, right now in this space with you, mm-hmm. with a microphone in front of my face, but in your home where it's intimate and I trust you. But like, it's nice when it happens because it's not about me. Yeah. It's about them. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that makes me feel better because I'm like, I want to help them. Do yes. you know what I mean? And then I'm like, oh, I, know exactly what you I mean. shared a piece of me. It's kind of scary, but now this person feels like they can trust me in some way, and then I can just be here and be a perceptive listener and say, yeah, and then kind of like empathic to whatever they're going through, and that feels really nice. Uh, what do you think feels so nice about that? Is it like more relaxing? Is it just that you can stop thinking about yourself, get out of your own head? Well, it's my dream. Yeah. I mean, it's my dream that I would be able to have an intimate conversation with someone and, I mean, it's it's essentially as though they know something about me, okay, because they've heard me say it. I've shared right. something vulnerable. Right, right. And then they come to me and they go, you know, you said that thing and this mm-hmm. happened to me and da-da-da-da-da. And it's my dream because then I get to go, right? And then you feel this way. And, like, mm. and there's just this, like, immediate relatability. Yeah. There's, like, you're kind of meeting each other where you are over something that you both acknowledge that maybe you kept secret. So you're sharing on a uh, on a deeper level, and yes. this has happened with three different people in yeah. my life. Where then we wound up having deeper conversations about the origins and roots of something that was shameful in their life, and they trusted me enough to have that conversation. Mm. And then now, as a result, I'm closer to them. Yeah, you know, and and then it's like okay, so when I was talking about that, and my heart was racing, and I was like on the podcast mm. like this was for a reason like yeah. we're doing this for a reason really like that um, what about you okay I have some follow-up questions I was gonna say like do you think that also because I would think sometimes that you would get like listening fatigue because you were a therapist mm. but is it kind of 
the opposite of that and it becomes more enjoyable because you don't you can take off your professional hat and you can like relate and interact in like a relatable way rather than having to be like okay well I need to yeah. sort of uh, come at this clinically and yeah I think I think you're right actually I mean because there's this thing like in my profession we call self-disclosure um, and you that's when you tell the client something about yourself Mm. Um, because it's about them, it's not about you. And sometimes too much information about you can stilt the relationship. Right. So you have to, and certain things, like I know therapists who don't even wear their wedding ring just because they want to be like a blank slate. I, I'm not, I'm not of that school. Mm. I self-disclose. I'm mindful about how and when I do it, but I think it builds rapport and it builds trust. Yeah. So, and you know, anyway, so, but yes, it is because I have to be mindful of, you know, how much I'm going to share and if I share, and I don't share very often with my clients at all. So it is nice to be in a situation where someone's being vulnerable with me and I can be like, Right, like this time that I, you know, know, that's not why they're there. But yeah, there is that side of it. Think. So for me, it's 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 definitely a, a lot of those things where like I, I feel like that's my favorite way to get to know people, because mm. I'm a relater. It's mm-hmm. in my strengths finder, um, <laughs> and it's I have a hard time even kind of thinking about like what like why would this be pertinent information to some for somebody so i love having like those longer deeper conversations because it brings things out in me it brings me out of myself it brings me present into a rela- relationship conversation uh-huh. um and instead like i i would just kind of regularly be more quiet so i like that there's like a spark there where people are like oh you talked about this or you're doing this thing and it's about shame. And so I have this to talk to you about. And then it's like, oh, that gives me an opportunity to like ask them relevant inf- in, like questions for their life. Yeah. And like inquire about something that is more than small talk that, yes, lets you get to know them better. It's like an existential icebreaker. Yes. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. this podcast is like a very like emotionally... Yeah, it's like an emotional depth icebreaker. It's an existential icebreaker, like mm-hmm. because we've already put something out there, and so then people feel, yeah. Well, it's funny too because like there have been times though where people are like, "Oh, I listened to your podcast, and what about this topic and this topic and this topic?" And then it's like, "Oh, I would love to have you on and talk to you about those things." But you know, it might be people who you know at the in the moment or whatever we were at work or you know like more in passing or whatever. So you're just sort of like, I would love to know more yes. about this with you and about you. Yeah. But you just like haven't been able to like follow through or follow up yet. So, um, and then it's like you, you know, maybe, and something that seems interesting to me and that maybe we could do down the road is like when you have those conversations and you kind of strike gold, so to speak with the person and you're, you're having that relatable moment where they're saying something and you're like, God, now that's good. Like, I bet a lot of people felt that way. Mm. To kind of take that and say, let's create some parameters, but I'd love for you to come on and talk about this. Yeah. Like, what are you safe disclosing and and what would you like to keep for and to yourself? Definitely. And then, you know, because I think, again, you know, Edie said something really great on the last podcast that I felt like has given me like a better sleep at night, um, <laughs> which is just like, well, when you're talking about things like that are you're getting off your, ch- your chest, you're going to be tangential. Mm-hmm. And I think like, 
that is such a good thing to keep in mind with this kind of topic because yeah. once you start going, you're just like, I'm getting it all out and also yeah. this thing and that thing. and Yeah, it definitely draws more out of you. Like even then, you know that you're holding on to sometimes. I think yeah. that we were talking about that last time where, yeah, I mean, I think that there's certain memories even that just having this podcast has pulled out that I'm like, oh, yeah, that thing. And, you know, a lot of it I haven't even actually said on the podcast, but just, like, while thinking, like, kind of, like, after the fact, Mm -hmm. like, after the podcast, like, thinking about the topic and, like, like, sitting on it a little bit more, being like, oh, well, I guess I could have talked about that or, like, this is now bringing up this, like, Mm -hmm. memory or thing or, you know, it has definitely made me think a lot more um, about... You know, just the stuff I'm holding on to. And it's hard because, like, you have to know when to, like, censor yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, because, yeah, these kind of conversations do bring to mind, like, memories and Mm -hmm. anecdotes. And it's like, is this relevant? Right, exactly. I could go on many tangents right now. And the fact that we we have a cocktail, usually while we're recording, I mean, that's that's certainly no friend of being, like, discreet and editing oneself. Yeah, exactly. Because it's like... Suddenly, you know, I'm like half a glass of wine in and I'm just like, oh, and this one time, by the way, um, which is another thing I've thought about is, do we want to continue drinking when we podcast? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe not. Yeah. Maybe we should try. Because I feel like it's what it started as was like, we're meeting after work, mm-hmm. we're having sort a conversation. Sort of our work happy hour. Yeah, exactly. Like you and I are meeting after work, we're having a drink and... A conversation. Mm-hmm. I I will say that I've never said anything that I regret. Yeah, me either. Well, it's not like we're getting like drunk. <laughs> so like, there's that too. Like I think we drink enough to get like, oh yeah, it's your first cocktail, kind of like ice, again ice, ice breaking. Yeah. yeah, but uh, no, I don't think that there's any. Nobody's like, like slurring their speech. Damn it! Or, I wish I shouldn't have said that. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, I'm not. I don't. I don't have regrets. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't think that I do either. I mean, even the second episode being all about wetting the bed and, and like, I feel like that's the one where we just close like the most personal, probably. Yeah. Well, we came in like, this is what this is going to be. Yeah. And then we kind of almost stepped away from it. Yeah. I think that we did some, I would, I I feel confident saying that some, while the topics were all great, Mm -hmm. um, some of them were more superficial. Oh, yeah, definitely. Than I'd like us to do moving forward. Definitely. Um, Yeah. I mean, I think that we were also trying to demonstrate, though, that shame isn't just like this dark corner of your soul. It kind of exists in a lot of different aspects of life, even the seemingly superficial, you know, where... uh, the ways that you think about yourself and and the things that you hold on to and, and keep yourself back from because of, you know, lies you've been told, lies you're telling yourself, like yeah. things that, you know, are making you feel shameful. Like those can kind of creep out and pop out anywhere. Yeah. Um, no, you're absolutely you know, Even right. in something as like vapid as shopping. <laughs> yeah. And I think it surrounds us constantly. There's no shortage of opportunities for the world, the society around you to make you feel like shit. Yeah, that's well, very true. <laughs> you know, as we've talked about on this podcast, they're reliant upon it or else you wouldn't be buying products. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, I definitely think, yeah, more, not necessarily personal, but maybe less 
broad topics. Yes. Um, a little more refined. Yeah. Like a little more. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, anything that's going to spark interesting in conversation. Yeah. <laughs> that, you know, like we we have and that's the other thing too that I was thinking about um you know because we're so unscripted and we're so just off the cuff and usually after work and whenever I mean you know it's just like any like meetup or hangout sometimes are better than others some yeah. moods are better than others yeah. some conversations sometimes are better than you're others on, sometimes <laughs> yeah. you're funnier sometimes yeah. you're a little darker and more morose like, and we just yeah. you know and we made a commitment to not be too in our heads about it otherwise you know we would be like we shouldn't post that one just like we, we do with Instagram. Do it. <laughs> we wouldn't do it. Exactly. I mean, honestly, I mean, you know, I said earlier something to the effect of like, I don't have any regrets, but I mean, I say that as a whole looking back at the season, but after we podcast, sometimes I do have like, again, I kind of black out. I have these conversations with you and I'm just like, I don't know. I'm there, but that happened, but I don't really remember it. But then sometimes I will say things and then later be like, was that too much or mm. should I have said that but you know what it always is it's within the context of people I know in my life it's, oh, it's right. never about like the broader and it's not like I'm talking shit about anybody okay? but do <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean yeah, yeah, like, yeah. because like there are people who know me intimately mm-hmm. and may draw conclusions based on something that I've said oh, and yeah. I immediately want to be like I want if they want to have that conversation I don't know that I do. Yeah. I think <laughs> especially family. I was just gonna say, I was just gonna say that. I think that it's been hardest in terms of conversation about family. Yes. Um, you know, I everybody does, and you and I also are not immune to this, have, you know, fraught and interesting relationships with our family. They're not horrible relationships. They are just complex. Yeah. And speaking about something so complex can, um, you know, especially while the people on the other side aren't, first of all, getting a voice in this context yeah. and may be listening to our voices in yeah. this context. It's it's hard thing to have in the back of your mind. Yeah. And like, but this is your side of that. Right. Or you haven't ever asked me about that. Or, yeah, exactly. Um yeah. So. Especially, you know, because I think that we're going to be talking more, I'm I'm guessing, I'm pretty much sure, um, about childhood stuff. Yeah. And I think that that gets, you know, really tricky because, again, like, not only is it our memory of those things and yeah. how that memory affects us, right. it may or may not be the whole, it's not going to be the whole story. No. It may or not it's be like exactly what happened. Yeah. You know, all of those things. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of hard to bring up some of that stuff and say like, this happened but and it was just, exactly this way. <laughs> but you're just telling it from the only perspective that you can tell it, which right. is yours, right? And like, that's like the whole wanting to find or hoping or whatever to find some kind of truth in it or make sense of it. Yeah. Um, I have a question. Oh, okay. Uh, when do you think we should come back from our break? I don't know. So I was thinking, so since this is on Christmas Eve. Um, Merry Christmas. <laughs> and then the next Tuesday is New Year's Eve. I'm pretty sure that no one's going to be listening then. <laughs> or shouldn't be at least. Go, you know, do something else. Um, I don't know. Listen to an old one that you haven't listened to. I'd say yeah. revisit Satan's Lighting. Revisit Satan's Lighting or, oh, I don't even I think I know of which one is my 
favorite because I don't remember most of them. <laughs> Listen to the very beginning and see if we've improved or gotten worse. Yeah, I like that we've bookended it with two rambling sessions. Oh, yeah, totally. This is totally ago. just rambling. Oh, my God. Ten minutes ago, I looked at the clock, and I was like, if you fucking are finishing this, you deserve a goddamn medal. <laughs> like, no honestly, because I'm just like, it's like, this is two bitches just They're sitting like, around like, boring. like, I'm Good making night. a to-do list. Like, <laughs> strengths, hey, weaknesses. If you do, if you have listened this far and you listen all the way till the end, okay, Follow us on Twitter, first of all. Tweet at us or... At ShamePod. Yes, at ShamePod. Or message us on Instagram and maybe we'll send you something. Maybe we'll... Yeah, maybe we'll send you something. Mm-hmm. I like that. You might get a, you might legitimately get a medal. Yeah, some exactly. kind of prize. You deserve a medal for making it this yeah, far. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, do that. Um, also, it doesn't count if you've been asleep this whole time and you just woke up. No. Truly. (laughs) (laughs) We should put an Easter egg. Yeah, anyway. Um, So, yeah, in terms of when we should come back, I don't know. um, How far or how much of a break do you think you want? Not too long because then I'll be like, oh, I could get used to this not, you know, doing this on a Wednesday night. But I think I'm going to miss it. But I do want enough time to feel inspired. Oh, Uh, the Tuesday is New Year's Day. Nope. So not next week. Nope, that's not right. (laughs) So maybe... No, it's New Year's Eve. Um, I don't have a calendar in front of the me. The 7th? Record on the 7th, go, come back on like the 15th or whatever that next teen week is. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we'll be coming back to you mid-January. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to uh, really, really, really heartfelt, first of all, say thank you if you're still awake and listening, yeah. <laughs> number one. That's true. Um. And uh, number two, just to thank you, Lily, for going on this journey with me and being willing to try it. And there were definitely nights and times when we got done and we were like, that was not anything (laughs) at all. And what What are we doing? What are we doing? (laughs) And I just kept saying, we just have to keep doing it. It doesn't matter if it's bad or good. We Mm -hmm. just have to keep doing it. So, yeah, I know. Um, thank you. And, um, I, I'm just, I'm proud of us for doing that. I'm proud of you for doing it in the midst of, you know, like, changing your career while still having your first career and like <laughs> navigating all of that and the holidays and you know life and birthdays and everything that's been going on it's been completely bananas but yeah I'm very proud that we've accomplished this much at I am least too. we made a whole first season of a podcast we're going to definitely make a second um yeah makes me proud and, you know, and some time off will give us some time to work on some of the aesthetics, too. Mm-hmm. There are some things we've wanted to change up. Yeah, we much. definitely need to start posting on the blog. And we, we need to work on the website. We know. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. all that stuff. It's coming. Yada, yada. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Yeah, any any last, last notes before we... I don't know. I think I'm just... I... It's really great to have something in your life um, that is a sort of creative outlet. And I don't know, that's kind of yours. 
Well, we're doing it for us. Yeah, exactly. This, you know it, it feels very special to me because it feels like our thing. It feels yeah. like my thing and it feels like your thing and yeah. it feels we're doing it together but then there's yeah. also that those amazing moments we were talking about mm-hmm. where like sometimes people show up yeah and they say, hey, <laughs> yeah i've been here all along and you're like hi welcome like we've just kind of been sitting alone in a room cross-legged at a coffee table mm-hmm. with a glass of wine talking and it's so nice to know and also um Thank you so much to our international listeners. Oh, yeah. Especially. <laughs> yeah. We've That's got been a very couple cool. countries that are pretty regular listeners, and yeah. it's really heartwarming. And there's this part of me that thinks they're actors and they're learning how to do American accents. And they're like, <laughs> Like, like, oh my god, I love it if that's true. And then my theory is like, why would anyone listen to this? And I'm like, you're gonna learn to say actors. like a lot. And it's like, <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm I'm in a play, and I need to sound like um, a girl who is from the south, but is trying to be a valley girl. And then her friends like, oh, that's perfect because I'm from the Pacific Northwest, and like, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we have the perfect accent that they're trying to nail. Oh my god, I really like this narrative, and I hope I hope that that is true. Yeah, me too. So if it's true, um, send us your impressions and impersonations. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess I just, you know, I want to wish everybody a happy, happy, happy end of the year. Happy yeah. holidays. Merry Christmas. Um, Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. Happy whatever you feel like celebrating. Or if you hate celebrating and you like just chilling by and yourself. Fuck all of that. Have a happy time <laughs> doing that. Um, but Yeah. It is, you know, this year, I think, has been incredibly stressful for so many people. Yes, Um, yes, it has. You know, just on the national level and then on the personal level. I just, I know a lot of people who have been going through it. So, um, you know, just we're in it together. Uh, We're sending out love and well wishes and all of the ability to keep strong and bust out the shame in your life and say, fuck it, go away. I don't have time for you. I'm busy doing other things. And know that you're already part of a community of support. We're here. Yes, like, definitely. We're here and yep. it's only going to grow and it's only going to get bigger. And good news, motherfuckers, we'll be back in 2020 for the election year. So, yep. so we're going to be here. <laughs> we're going to be just as available and ready to be in this together because we need each other more than anything. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. And, um, yeah, I don't know. Do you have any, no, anything else? I think that might be it. Thank you for listening to the rambling. Yeah. Get in touch with us. We're at shame pod on the socials. Mm -hmm. Um, check out breaking down the podcast while we're on our break. If you're just, you miss us so much. (laughs) Go check out uh, Mia and Edie over breaking down the podcast. Um, shame pod.com. Um, yeah. yeah, that's that's it. Happy New Year! Yes, and uh, we'll we'll see ya. We'll, we'll talk to you, I guess. We'll talk at you next year. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk at you again in mid January. So take good care of yourself. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.